Welcome to the It's Another Day bonus. So somebody had a vision. I guess it dates back to something like 85 or 95. There's a gentleman who is referred to as the Hermit of Loretto. Loretto was a shrine in Italy. I'm going to let the priest who uh, talks about it tell the whole story because he does it far better than I do. In light of current events that have been taking place recently, there's a story I wanted to share with you, a true story. And it has to do with a friend of mine who's a medical doctor. He's a psychiatrist. His name is Claude Curran. Actually, his mother was Calabrese. His father was Irish. And his name is uh, Dr. Claude Curran. I got to know Dr. Claude Curran when I was at a Lady of Mount Carmel in Bristol, Rhode Island, in my first assignment. Uh, He had studied in Rome and met his wife there, who was a neurologist in medical school. Uh, They had married in Frazanone, her hometown, and then the couple moved to Bristol to raise their family, and they have five children. So one day, about 17 years ago, when I was at my first assignment in Bristol, I was talking to him about going to Rome. I told him I was going to be visiting Rome. And he said to me, Father, listen, I really want you to do something when you're in Rome. I want you to get on a train and I want you to go up to Loretto. And he said, I'll pay for the train ticket, I'll pay for your expenses, but you've got to go to Loretto. Now, as he was saying this, I was thinking, okay, I know Our Lady of Loretto. It's a very important Christian site uh, for for we Catholics. Uh, It is actually the house of the Blessed Virgin Mary is in Loretto, the house where the Blessed Mary grew up Uh, where she received the message of the angel Gabriel and actually the incarnation of our Lord took place in this house in Loretto. Now, why is it in Loretto? It's in uh, a a northeastern Italian town and not in Nazareth. Well, the house, of course, was in Nazareth where Our Lady was born and raised. But during the Muslim invasions, the Muslims were threatening to destroy the house of the incarnation. So angels lifted up the house and angels brought the house to where it is now in Loretto. Archaeologists have looked at this house, they have examined it, and they found that it is truly a first century house uh, that would have been built in Nazareth, considering the materials that were there at the time in which uh, it, it, it was constructed. Pollen on the house indicates that there are only flowers that would have been uh, in bloom around that time in, in, in uh, Nazareth. So it is authentically a Nazarene first century house. And as we Catholics, of course, believe, as I said, it was transported by angels to Loretto to protect it from Muslims. So. I knew all that history about this beautiful house, but he said to me, Father, I know the house is beautiful and and I want you to see it, but there's another reason why I want you to go there. There's a guy who's there, his name is Tom Zimmer. I want you to meet Tom Zimmer. Now, Tom Zimmer is a man who uh, is, he's not a priest, he's not a religious, he's not a brother, but he, he decided, he's an American, but he decided that this house is so powerful and so important to Christendom and so important for prayer that he was going to be a hermit there. He was going to leave everything behind in America, move to Loretto and live near this house and stay in this basilica that's built around this house. He was gonna stay near this house day and night and pray and attend all the masses every day that was said in this basilica that surrounds the house of the Blessed Virgin Mary. So very fascinating man, I wanted to meet him. So 
I do as Dr. Curran said. I, I got on a train. I went up to Loretto, beautiful scenic ride on the way up. It's along the Adriatic side of Italy. I reach the basilica, or I go in the basilica, it's a beautiful basilica, and the house is right there, built, uh, you know, the, the basilica is built right around the house. I went up to the house, I said a prayer, and uh, then I looked for Tom, and I remember it saying to Dr. Curran, how am I gonna find him? I'm just gonna go to Loretto. He said, believe me, walk around and you'll find him. Sure enough, there was an elderly man who was very frail, very thin, who was leaning up against the fence that surrounds the house, and I went up to him and in English, I said to him, are you Thomas? And he looked up at me and he said, yes, I am, in English. So I said to him, I'm Dr. Claude Curran's friend. He, we, he's our mutual friend. And he looked and he said, yes, I know him very well. Have a seat. So I was in my collar, you know, and, I, and he was sitting on the floor. So I sat on the floor and I sat next to him. So as I was sitting next to him, he was, really beautiful man, very, very holy. He was, he was teaching me a lot of beautiful things. Um, actually, he is the creator of the book called The Pieta. It's a beautiful, it's a blue book, the blue prayer book that has um, the, the picture of the Pieta in, in, on the cover, and it, it has all beautiful prayers in it. It's called The Pieta. I strongly recommend you get that book. Um, and he, it sold over 10 million copies, this book that he authored. So years later, uh, only a few weeks ago, I'm talking to Dr. Curran, and he says to me, you know, Father, remember that guy Tom Zimmer that I told you to, to go see in Italy many years ago? And I asked, of course, how could I forget what a holy man he was? And Dr. Curran said to me, listen to this about what happened between Tom and I in the 1980s. Dr. Curran said that in the 1980s, he was talking to Tom Zimmer, and Tom Zimmer said to him, Claude, there's a man right now who I believe in the future is going to lead America back to God. So Claudio said, you know, who is this? You know, who is this, this guy? And Tom Zimmer said, the man who's going to in the future lead our country back to God is Donald J. Trump. And Dr. Curran said, you mean the New York playboy? Like this is the guy? And Tom Zimmer said, believe me, I have a premonition that, that this is the man who's going to do it in the future. So what Thomas did is at that time, John Paul II opened the holy doors of the Vatican of St. Peter's Basilica. And when he opened the holy doors uh, for that year, it was for the whole year, when the doors are ready to close, the Vatican allows people to donate bricks that go inside the door and you can put an inscription on the bricks of any intention you want. And those doors are closed and they're sealed and they're not open until the next time the, the Vatican, the Pope decides to open the doors for another holy year. So uh, they, they're, they're shut sealed and all of the intentions that are on those bricks are prayed uh, during the holy sacrifice of the mass at the Vatican, at, at St. Peter's. All the masses that the Pope says, all the prayers that are prayed are all for the intentions of the inscriptions that are on these bricks. Tom Zimmer in the 1980s donated a brick to be put in the holy door of the Vatican that said Donald J. Trump. And he did that because he wanted those masses in the Vatican to be said for him because he knew 
that in the future, this man was going to be a great leader of America and bring Americans back to God. And look at just yesterday at, his, at Donald Trump's rally, his wife prayed the Allah Father in front of the whole crowd. It was just so moving and beautiful to hear a first lady pray the Allah Father. This premonition, I firmly believe that Tom Zimmer, this very holy hermit of Loretto, uh, a, a promise would happen has been fulfilled. That's a video that was put together in 2017, just after President Trump was made president, was voted right. into office. So that video is seven years old in and of itself. But I thought it was right. interesting. You know, even if you're not Catholic and you don't believe in some of the, the things, for example, for a lot of people who, who aren't Catholic, it's hard to uh, understand or even accept the possibility that a house in Nazareth can be moved magically to north, it, northern Italy. Even if you don't believe that, I mean, that story, the angels did it, there's a possibility that men did it. You know, they moved a lot of stuff during the Crusades. Right. During the Crusades, there was the threat of the Muslims uh, destroying a lot of the shrines that were Christian shrines. So mm -hmm. th there's nothing that says that the Crusaders didn't take take it piece by piece and ship it back to northern Italy. That would be a possibility to rescue the, uh, the the property. And like they said, they found pollen on it. That was, but that isn't mm -hmm. the the important part of the story. That's just an addendum. The important part of the story is the fact that he predicted that J Donald Trump was going to be a guy that brings America back to God. That is a big revelation right there, and also the fact that. You know, it's been seven years. Now, to be honest with you, I've never heard Melania do uh, a prayer or quote a scripture. It's funny you should say that. Listen. First Lady and Melania Trump recited the Lord's Prayer when she introduced her husband at this weekend's rally in Melbourne, Florida. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed by thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. After the prayer, the First Lady offered her own pledge to act in the best interest of all Americans. She added she would stay true to herself, no matter what the opposition says about her. The media buried that, Bill. The media buried that. You know, a, a beautiful, attractive woman, strong, with a deep faith, having no problem standing in front of the world and saying the Lord's Prayer. And no matter what you say about Russia... And because I spent time in Germany and uh, in East Berlin, and you know, and you see some of the beautiful churches there, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, I have Russian ancestry, and th they have a lot of the people. The people have a lot of Christian values there, and it's interesting. Go ahead. Ever wonder how a people can maintain a faith during seventy or eighty years of communism? like the Russians did, but yet they did. They it, it maintain your... the Russian Orthodox Church is still of uh, prime importance in Russia. It is. It's your light of hope. Now, this is interesting. You know, in, in the show earlier that we did, uh, you know, I just made the reference that, you know, are these not like the witch trials where they falsely accuse people of different things? And you know how they determined somebody was a witch? Recite the Lord's Prayer. If you stumbled in it, you're a demon. If you got it right, 
Ah, it's rehearsed. You're a demon. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and, and so it's interesting. You know, I just I, I just go, ooh, there's, there's two dots that just got connected. There is an evil and there's a good in this world, okay? There is. You just have to look around and you can see it. You can see well, the good and you can see the evil. It's not something that it's being hidden from us. And they're doing their damnedest on the other side, the dark side, to bring us all to the darkness. I know I sound like I'm doing a sermon here. I, I apologize if it irritates you. You don't have to listen to this. But I do believe that we have an obligation as Christians, or at least good people, to stand on the side of right. Okay? Yeah. And and I think that, Bill, well, you and I don't—we've talked about this before. We don't get a dime out of this. No, but we, we we do we do get the satisfaction of we think uh, bringing yeah. truth to people. That is a real event. Th- those are facts. Now, whether you want to believe the facts or not, that's entirely up to you. You know, whether you want to sit there and acknowledge anything of Christian faith or value, that's up to you. You don't have to accept anything. You can sit there and flush it away. But I will say this. If you're a betting person or a gambling person, and there's a 50% chance that, you know, maybe there is a God, you know, or there's a 50% chance there's not a God. Well, I'll just wait until my moment of death, and then I'm going to yield my life over to him. What happens if you don't have a choice at your moment, and it happens instantly? We have to thank uh, the Gateway Pundit, okay? We talked about this on the show. Uh, They posted this. I was surprised they did. And I was. I can't appre- even find it. I was know, appreciative. So. It's down on the first page. It calls Hermit of Loretto's 1985 premonition: President Donald Trump will lead America back to God. Whether you like his ego or his personality or not, all of the things that he did as president were things that were good, were good for the betterment of mankind. Trump didn't start any wars. Trump was a, a, a man of peace. He went over to North Korea, and he he walked side by side with an enemy and and lightened the load on the United States, made things easier. Things became more secure because of what he did. And he never has a problem at his rally thanking God for certain things. Mm -hmm. I wanted to thank the Gateway Pundit. If you want to find it, again, it's the Herman of Loretto's 1985 premonition, President Donald J. Trump will lead America back to God. It's on their site, first page right now. Well, I will say this. It's on your site right now, first page. It just cropped up on mine. And with uh, these these stories and computer algorithms, uh, what you see on your first page is not always what I see in mine. So a little mind blower here for you. It came up on your first page for a reason. And it might be because uh, we do shows based on the news that's out there. Uh, you're at the controlling end of uh, the podcast there where everything comes together from your studio, not mine. They're both capable. So it would be make sense that if there's some divine intervention. Yeah, you know, it happened at this end. Where, on, yeah. It had to be yeah. on your end where yeah. the, the, the control happens going, boop. By the way, the, uh, the, the priest that uh, talks about uh, his meeting of uh, this gentleman, Zimmer, uh, at the... Uh, who is the Hermit of Loretto? His name is Father Giacomo Capperverdi. Okay, Father mm. Giacomo Capperverdi. Uh, which it, I also another little factoid I'm going to add here. Um, 
I grew up in a place called Portsmouth, Rhode Island. That's where I lived with my parents. Portsmouth, Rhode Island. And Bristol, his first posting where he met this doctor, Curran, uh, was right next door. And I thought it's kind of interesting that this guy's telling a story that is important. Uh, and the guy lives, he lived literally across a bridge from me. Uh, interesting stuff. Uh, I think we've done it, my friend, uh, our little update. I hope you enjoyed it. Uh, it is uh, different. We don't do a lot of these things, although I think we may in the future, Bill, uh, they, if they are something that we find is, is worth doing and popular, you know? Yeah, I think so. Okay, my friend, uh, if you want to contact us, our number is 833-538-7868, 833-538-7868. Like and share the programs. Like and share this. Mail at itsanotherday.com. Mail at jimandbill.com. Jimandbill at mail.com. And we'll leave the show in a different way. <laughs>